And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. If you would turn your Bibles to Acts chapter 8, and let's read verse 9 to 13. Acts chapter 8, and we'll read verse 9 to 13. Amen. I'll tell you what, let me do the reading. Praise God, I'll do it rather quickly, I promise. Acts chapter 8, verse 9 reads, But there was a certain man called Simon, which before time in the same city used sorcery, and bewitched the people of Samaria, giving out that himself was some great one, to whom all gave heed, from the least to the greatest, saying, This man is the great power of God. Verse 11, And to him they had regard, because that of a long time he had bewitched them with sorceries. And when they believed Peter preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Verse 13, our last verse, Then Simon himself believed also. And when he was baptized, he continued with Philip. And wondered, beholding the miracles and signs which were done. Can somebody say, praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Today I want to speak for you for just a brief moment on the topic, the demonstration of true power. Amen. The demonstration of true power. I think the last time we were in the book of Acts chapter 8 was in March, I think, at the beginning of March to be exact. And... Uh, so what I want to do quickly is to give a brief summary to bring us up to speed to where we are now in Acts chapter 8 verse 9. Before Acts chapter 8, we all know it's Acts chapter 7. Amen? The highlight of Acts chapter 7, if you can recall, is the stoning of Stephen. You remember that? The first martyr in the church was Stephen. And when he was stoned, it unleashed a great power, sorry, a great persecution, sorry, on the church and consequently the believers were scattered everywhere however the apostles remained in Jerusalem you remember that now this great persecution was widespread and spearheaded by an upcoming aspiring Pharisee named Saul of Tarsus I'm in the right house then amen <laughs> chapter 8 verse 1 tells us <laughs> Saul was an accomplice of Stephen's death so much so that he was rejoicing in his heart chapter 8 verse 3 reads as for Saul I'm doing a brief review amen as for Saul he made havoc of the church entering into every house and hauling men and women and committing them to prison you are, you are, it's, it's, it's a very familiar story of what Paul did to the church. And brothers and sisters, what I want to bring to your attention is the devil launched out an all-out attack to crush the church in its stage of infancy, at its embryonic stage. I want to bring this to your mind because any good work that you launch, any good work that's started for the Lord is going to encounter resistance from the devil immediately. Any good work you begin, any good work, any Christian begin on behalf of the Lord, you're going to come against resistance. We see it throughout the Bible from Genesis 
The devil came to distract Adam and Eve as soon as God placed them in the garden. We see it in Matthew 4, verse 4. Luke chapter 4, verse 4. As soon as Jesus began to fast, what happened? Then came the temper. Sorry, the tempter. And I can testify of the challenges we had in this church. Many times, amen, in 2011, 2013, 2012, these were the difficult times we had when this church began. I brought the keys back to the city three, four times and sat on the steps. Just didn't have the intestinal fortitude to take the key back and say I'm over. I remember the last time I took the key back was in 2014. I sat on the steps and I'm telling you that because in this life, anytime, anytime brothers and sisters that you begin to move forward for the Lord, you are going to encounter resistance. The devil is going to come, especially at the start, especially at the stage of infancy. At the embryonic stage, when the devil is like a child, he's trying to prey on a child. Child, that's what he does. He doesn't fight mature Christians necessarily. He comes after those who choose to remain babes. Because he's a dream crusher. He's a party pooper. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's what he does. I guarantee you, start devouring the word and see what's going to happen. See what's going to happen. It's like all hell will break loose on you because you're moving forward. That's what he does. He doesn't have any, his only weapon is that of discouragement. He's trying, that's his major weapon, discouragement. And so the church has started. There is, you know, uh, uh, signs and miracles and wonders are taking place. Praise the Lord. The, the, the apostles, they all, they all filled with the Holy Spirit. And God is on the move. Amen. Stephen came out. Seven men, seven deacons, all anointed by God. They began pursuing God and the power of God began to manifest. And the devil said, oh, oh, I'm in trouble. Mm -hmm. I need to stop this movement. Murdered Stephen and he raised up. He, did, he always uses a human being, a man or a woman. Let me say that again. He always uses human beings. Amen. It's unfortunate, but it's the truth. And so that's why we have to be very careful. And so uh, uh, we see throughout the Bible. You remembered, uh, we are told in Acts, in Mark chapter 4, I'm not sure what verse, we are told as soon as the sower sowed the seed on pathway soil. We are told immediately. That's what he came to do. Immediately he comes to take the seed because he doesn't want the seed to germinate in the soil. Because if the seed germinates, the soil is designed to ensure that the seed reaches its maximum potential. Let me say that again. The soil is designed, amen, so much so by God so that the seed planted in it will reach its maximum potential. The word of God, your heart and my heart was designed so that when the word of God is planted therein, we will reach our maximum potential. Many people have been asking, why am I still why I am? It's because no seed is being placed in the soil. All you want to do is pray. Praying is fertilizer. Well, let me. You know, when, when they told me so, a preacher told me so, and I disagreed with him. I disagreed with him. But the more I read the word of God, I'm saying, oh my God, he was correct. He said, Emmanuel, praying is fertilizer. That's why Peter said, I'll give myself over to praying and the ministry of what? 
He did not say the ministry of praying. Oh God, I give you praise. He did not say the ministry of praying. He said the ministry of the word. And then I'm going to use prayer. Prayer and the ministry of the word is two sides of the same coin. You cannot be effective without both. A coin has a head and a tail. Go to the store and only show them the head. They'll say that's a counterfeit coin. And you know what I'm saying? And so that's what the devil is trying to do, brothers and sisters. That is why we are where we are today as a church. Not us in particular, but the body of Christ. The devil is afraid and he's found a way to stop the church temporarily. But people are, people are beginning to realize, hey man, this is part of the great falling away. I got to get up and rise up. People are beginning to realize. I'm speaking now to a lot of pastors. They're saying, man, you know, now we're beginning to realize what's going on. This is all, this is prophecy. And I refuse to fulfill that type of prophecy. I'm not going to fulfill the falling away. The great falling away. No, no, no. And people are rising back up. Hmm? Oh, blessed be the name of Jesus. And so verse 4, uh, verse 4 of... Acts chapter 8, it reads, Therefore they were all scattered abroad and went everywhere preaching the word. Amen? Verse 5, Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. Verse 6, And the people with one accord. Can you say one accord? One accord. Very powerful phrase, one accord. Amen, one accord. Very powerful phrase. The people with one accord gave heed unto those things which Philip spake. Hearing and seeing what? The miracles which he did. Philip did not only preach the gospel saints. Philip also demonstrated some power. Can you say power? Let me say that again. Philip did not only preach the gospel. But he demonstrated some power. I think it's in 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 20. Paul says, for the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. Sometimes talk doesn't help. You've got to demonstrate some power. Some teachers back then felt that they were called by God to follow Paul wherever he went to undo the work he did. And Paul said to them, he said to the saints in Corinth, because the saints in Corinth gave, gave heed to them. Mm -hmm. And so Paul tells the saints in Corinth, I'm coming. Those of you who believe that the other apostles, so-called, the other teachers are true, I'm coming. And when I come... I'm going to show you who's a true apostle. And he said, how I'm going to show you is I'm going to demonstrate some power. And I feel so disappointed for it's unfortunate since some of us preachers, we've settled to only sounding polished and cute. Yeah, that's what you've settled for. To sound, I'm looking forward, refined. And that, that's what we've settled for. No, brothers and sisters, the Bible, Paul says, for the king, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, you got to see it. I didn't say it. I'm not, I'm not making this up. Paul said, for the kingdom of God is not in word, right here, but in what? Power. You've got to demonstrate some power. Yes, yes. And you'll see why, because you'll see in a while, there's a guy in Samaria who has these people under spell, bamboozled. Hmm? 
And they're wondering, they're saying, this is a great man of God and he's a male witch. A sorcerer, a male witch. That sounds so low, anyhow. And he's a sorcerer. And the people are saying, he's a great, great what? For real? A sorcerer? And we got to talk about it, saints, because today all sorcerers are coming out. Let me say it again. <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. And for those of us who just want to sound, so those of us who just want to argue and talk, you cannot agree with a sorcerer. You got to shut him down. Yeah. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? Yeah. We are living in these days where the kingdom of, uh, I won't even say the, the devil has a kingdom, where darkness is coming against the children of light. And the difference is you've got to have some, that's what we need. Oh, that will help. So those of us who just want to argue and sound fine and, you know, just sound like we've been to seminary. But powerless. Amen. <laughs> oh, Philip wasn't an apostle. Philip was a deacon. I'm saying that to let everybody know that that power is available to everybody. Every Christian, that power is available. Since you, I'm not sure if you keep your ear, you keep your ear tuned to what's going on. But I do, I do, and it is amazing how evil is so prevalent. It's becoming so prevalent. Amen. Evil is so... And people, they, they call it... You know what they call it? They call it an art. Yeah, they call it... They call it... <laughs> they don't... Nowadays, they don't call it sorcery. They call it an art. Black magic. The arts. I, I, I thought an art was drawing something or having a gift to play music. <laughs> These are the people you call artists. Not a male witch. A male witch is, is, is possessed by a demon. A wizard. Anyhow. John chapter 1 verse 12 says. It says this. But as many as received him. To them he gave what? Power. To become the sons of God. The word sons there. Amen. Is referring to every Christian. In the spirit, there is no gender. <laughs> I mean, I hear some people making it a problem. Oh, the Bible talks about sons and men. No, the Bible is a spiritual book, and in it is written to our spirit. And in the spirit, there is no male and female. Paul said that. Paul said, In Christ, there is neither male nor female. That's what he said. So don't you get, don't you let, don't you let. The devil distracts you and let you think the Bible was written by Bill Chauvinist. No. <laughs> In the spirit there is no gender. We are all sons of God. Isn't that wonderful? We are all what? That's a blessing. And the Bible says, for as many as believed him, to them he gave power. He gave what? Power. I'm about to say something, but I'm not sure how you all will take it. <laughs> he gave them power to become what? He gave them power to become sons of God. Yeah. <laughs> to what? Yes, sir. 
Yes, I, <laughs> I, I'm still not, I'm still not uh, comfortable to say what I want to say. But one day, I'll muster the courage to tell you. Power to become the son of God. You don't just run up on being a son. <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't, don't tempt me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Anybody has power? Power. Power to become a son of God. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so since uh, so, so since hear me very carefully gone are the days where we have to settle for being cute amen and 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 there is no there is no there is no nothing wrong about being about being polished being able to defend the word there's no, nothing but 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 you're going to come up on assignment one day yeah and you better know what you have mm -hmm. you're going to come up on an elimas like Paul did in Acts 13. And you need to know. We need to know what we have. You cannot call Ghostbusters. No, no, no. No, no, no. No. <laughs> no, you got to know that you're a son. And you've got a name. That's above every name. Hallelujah. Amen. You cannot, <laughs> you cannot start speaking Greek to a demon. No, 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 no. It doesn't matter how much Greek you know. It doesn't matter how much Hebrew you know. It doesn't matter how much church history you know. You've got to have some power. Hallelujah. In what? In the? That's it right there. In the name of Jesus. That's it. You remembered the seven sons of Sceva? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And demons know who's masquerading as Christians and who are not. Yeah, they do. They do. You see, some Christians think they could lay hands and get the same results Paul did. Glory be to God. And so they tried it. And the demon said, Paul, I know. And Jesus, I know. <laughs> but who are you? <laughs> who are you? <laughs> ah, glory. You've not submitted to the name of Jesus. You've not fully embraced him as your Lord and Savior. You don't qualify to use that name. I'm going to put a beating on you. You are not under subjection. You are, sorry, you are not under authority. <laughs> oh glory be to Jesus thank you Lord and the Bible says let me just continue from verse 7 four unclean spirits telling us what Philip did the deeds this is what this oh, this unclean spirits crying with a loud voice came out of many people who were possessed with them and many taken with the palsies and were lame and were healed they were what and the Bible says and there was great joy in that city there was what? Great joy in the city. The power of God brought great joy. Philip had the people on the spell. It's not Philip, sorry. Simon had the people on the spell and they were just amazed. Wowed. Astonished. That's all he did. Brought no healing. Brought no deliverance. Brought no help. The devil is not 
in the business of helping people. I'm not sure why people serve him. Hello? The devil is not in the business of helping people. He's all for himself. He's in the business of destruction. He came to steal, kill, and to destroy. Oh God, we give you praise. He's not in the business of bringing great joy. The Bible says God, after the power of God was manifested in the city, people were, re were, were, were redeemed and got, and, got, and got freed from demon possession. Uh, blind eyes opened. Glory be to Jesus. Death is opened. Are you with me? The lamb walked. That's what God does. Oh, only if we Christians would believe that. If only we Christians would believe that. Many of us have settled for Romans 10, 9 and 10. If you believe in the mouth. And, uh, <laughs> I have no problem for that. I have no problems since we need to do that. But there is also Ephesians chapter 3 verse 10. It says the church was called to show the demonic realm the power of God. It's called the multifaceted wisdom of God. You got to see it. You get, it says, To intend that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be made known by what? The church, the manifold wisdom of God. The church was called to walk in the manifold wisdom of God. Uh, glory be to God. Uh, you get what I'm saying? We thank God for the great commission. But many of us cannot fulfill the great commission because we don't have that under control. Yeah. Let me tell you, brother, let me share with you, brothers and sisters. When you begin to walk, when you begin to walk in the manifold wisdom of God, witnessing is second nature. Evangelizing is second nature. I mean, you, 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 you will bulldoze. It doesn't matter who they are. That power. That boldness. <laughs> I submit to you the reason why we are not effective in living out or fulfilling the Great Commission is because we have not done Ephesians chapter 3 verse 10. The church was called because you see behind every individual who resists the God is a demon. Mm -hmm. Let me say that. Behind every individual who resists God is a demon. And this right here, when you begin to show principalities and powers principalities and powers is always referencing the demonic hierarchy not necessarily in angels but fallen angels amen and so the bible says to the intent for that paul said he starts from verse 8 he said i was given uh, god grace me to preach and this is why god grace me to preach for the intent means for the purpose this is the reason that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God by the church we are supposed to show some demons some things well you may not agree but it's in the Bible you see but the emphasis is not on that the emphasis is not on that the emphasis is, is on let's evangelize 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 let me share this with you there is a great there is a great harvest that's coming to the body of Christ None of us will be there. The rapture. Let me tell you, when the rapture takes place, everybody who's playing church 
going to get serious. You know. <laughs> let, let me say <laughs> When the rapture takes place. I didn't mean to just get into that here, but they're with me. Are you with me? Because you see, it's not been the, um, the last days, the revelation, the rapture. It's not been taught a lot. But we don't understand that we, we are seeing prophecy fulfilled. The Bible says wars and rumors of wars. Ukraine war is not going to go. It's not going to stop now. No, no, that's just the beginning. Amen. And there is a whole movement behind the scene to get rid of paper money. Amen. And so everything, everything, and, and if you look at what's happening, all the technology are coming in place for the Antichrist to come. Are you with me? Now, the, 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 the kind of technology they have is you, you can identify anybody, even beneath the earth. They have some radar that can sense the body's heat. And even if you hide 10 feet down in the earth, they'll find you. You <laughs> Uh, are you getting what? So, so all the technology is now being put in place for him to come. And hear me, when he, when we leave, there'll be such a mass chaos. They'll be looking for a, a Mister Fix It. Then he'll come because when you are, when thirty to forty million people disappear from the United States alone, not talking worldwide, from the United States alone. That's what's been put in. That's what's happening behind the scenes. That's why, brothers and sisters, we have to be ready. You have Christians still looking at porn. I just say, well, <laughs> people, yeah, and the reason why is because they have not relaxed, they have not rested on the power to become sons and daughters of God. That power is first to conquer you. That's right. Uh, he, for as many as believed him he gave power to become the son of God let me tell you for some of the mess we have we need power there is a narrative running in your mind and in my mind a narrative that was forced upon us because of our childhood again are you, I, I'm, I'm no counselor but I can tell you some stuff uh-huh. Because of our childhood and the challenges we went through, and it has not been dealt with. You need some power. <laughs> oh God, I give you praise. Many of us we've been steeped and immersed into certain circumstances. And because of that, it has molded us a certain way. Our minds have been fractured. And mold in a certain way. It, you need some power. Psalm 19, verse 7. The law of the Lord perfect. What it does? Converts the soul. Our innocence and purity has been taken from us. Because of circumstances and issues in our childhood. Right. Things we've seen, they still haunt us. When I die about Satan. Places we've been. Perpetrations in our lives. They are still there. And they are preventing us from becoming the sons and daughters of God. That's why I tell you, that's why I was afraid to tell you, just, you just don't run up on a son and daughter, no. A son and daughter gives perfect representation. Jesus said, if you have seen me, 
You've seen the Father. Can you say that about yourself? Can you tell somebody, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. I don't think so. <laughs> oh God. Oh God, we give you praise. Well, not yet. The time is coming. The Bible says there's going to come a time when as we see him, we'll be like him. Yeah. But until then, keep plucking ahead, brothers and sisters. Are you getting what I'm saying? I don't mean to offend anybody, but that's what I'm saying. Ah, we need some power in these last days. Since the technology, everything is being put in place for the rise of the Antichrist. And I'm asking you, brothers and sisters, I'm not saying do not evangelize, but I'm saying try to fulfill Ephesians 3:10. It will help. In your evangelizing it will help the boy you will you will get so bold no demon will get in your path you won't be your your, your your heart won't shake and your body won't when 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 the opportunity rise for you to witness you won't feel that fear you'll be bold as a lion finally it doesn't matter who's there <laughs> and so that's why I said there is an end time harvest coming we wouldn't be here but the church is going to be packed with people mm -hmm. the church is going to be what? packed with people nobody has to preach the people are going to finally realize oh my god yes these Christians we call them holy rollers <laughs> and we call them all type of names but what they were saying was true. And you know what's sad? The only way to go to heaven is death. They, you, so th that's why I need to make it the first flight. I need to. Because the, you, you are going to be the hanged. The guillotine. Yeah, that's what he's going to bring. Are you with me? He's going to bring. Because what he wants to do is scare you into taking the mark of the beast. And if you take the mark of the beast, there's no heaven for you. That's it. So he wants to scare you. Okay, he's going to take family members. And he's going to say, if you don't take the mark of the beast, I'm going to behead them. And think about it. You as an adult, you have your, your 21, your, your, your son who's 21 years. Hmm? And you're looking at your son going to a guillotine and he's telling you, if you don't, then I will. But what are you going to do? Hmm? That's what, that's what most, most people are going to do. Because that's what the devil does. He came to steal, kill, and destroy. Hmm? But let me tell you this right here. Before, we, before I bring it to an end. I'm sorry. The end time. <laughs> even sound my heart so heavy. I study them really hard. I need to go to heaven. Sorry. I need to make it to the rapture. Yeah, I, I, every day I pray. That everybody here would make it to the rapture. Every day I pray that. That's my prayer for you. That's my prayer for my wife and my son. That not one of us here will stay behind. Left behind. But we'll make it on the first flight. 
You see, this is what, and I want you, I'm going to show you this right here. You see, in John chapter 4, Jesus came to Samaria and he started a good work. The woman at the well. You remember that? We'll look at it more last week. He started a good work. It was a young, it was a young movement. It was at its, it was at its embryonic stage, stage. And so she went in the city and she became his evangelist. And the entire city went out. You remember that? And they looked at her and said, we believe now, not because of what you said. We believe because we saw, we, we heard him and we saw what we did. You know, folk, folk just not nice. They, <laughs> she was the first one who came to tell them, but now they, they're telling her. And the Bible said, Jesus couldn't stay here to live, but he started a good work. And what the devil did as soon as Jesus left, he planted a male witch in Samaria. <laughs> to undo the good work. Jesus started, but God never forgot Samaria. Never forgot the good work that was started in Samaria by Jesus. Amen. Because God saw the people who accepted him. And now because there was no follow-up. Can you say follow-up? There was no maintenance. Can you say maintenance? Very important for church growth. Very important. Are you with me? There was no follow-up. There was nobody left. Amen. Because the Bible says we must desire as newborn babes. First Peter, you don't have to turn there too, too. We must desire the what? Sincere milk of the word. Nobody was there to give them sincere milk of the word. Amen. I think it's First Peter, First Peter 3.18 says um, we must grow in grace and in the knowledge. So there was nobody there. And so the devil saw the apostle. He said, okay, I'm coming for that city. And that's what happens every time. Every time, I think somebody said to me, the pastor, when I got ordained, it's like hell just broke out. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he, he came, because what he wants to do is get you discouraged. He wants you to throw in the towel. Mm -hmm. And so what Jesus did, he placed on Philip's heart to go to Samaria. Go continue the good work I started. Amen. When real power shows up, people understand. Never lose faith in humanity. I never give up on people. People are smart. People will recognize the fake from truth. No, no, you can hold them bound so long until the truth comes out. And when the truth comes out, they leave. The Bible says when Peter, when Philip came and they saw what, they heard what Philip said and they saw what he did, they all believed. Guess who believed also? Simon, the sorcerer gets saved. Isn't God a good God? The male which got saved. Can you imagine? If I was there, I would tell him, go last, last in line. The Bible says <laughs> he held them bound for a long time. A long time. These people, were, they were under a spell. I keep telling you, I keep telling you brothers and sisters, you hear me? Until you show up, some people will never be delivered. I'm sure until you and I show up, some people will never be delivered. And I'm saying God is depending on you and I. We have to stop playing Christian and be Christian. So people can experience some joy. Since we have communion, I'm going to stop here. But I tell you, I have so much material on this right here. Because you can see a pattern 
the devil always come to undermine what Jesus starts, what God starts. And that's why it's good to have a good follow-up system. I remember growing up as a real estate agent, they always said to me, the money is in the follow-up. <laughs> yeah, the money is in the? Yes, yeah, you don't follow up, you get no money. Because people forget and they move on. So you got to have a good follow-up system in place. Please take time to meditate on the Word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the Word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com, or call the church, 850-408-8496.